Thank you for joining the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Northwestern Division for today's Missouri River Basin Conference call. This call will provide an update of current runoff conditions as well as status updates from the Kansas City and Omaha districts. These calls will be held each Thursday at 3 p.m. Central Time through the end of this month. These calls are only part of our efforts to communicate with Basin residents. We place all our news releases on our website at www.nwd.usace.army.mil and on social media at nwdusace. We encourage the public to use these resources as well as our web app to get the latest information from the Corps, the National Weather Service, and other partner agencies. These calls are provided as a courtesy to congressional representatives, tribal, state, and local government officials, including levy sponsors and emergency managers, and the media. I'm Arlene Williamson, and I will be moderating today's call. These are recorded and placed on the Defense Video and Imagery Distribution System at www.ddidshud.net slash units slash USACE NWD. Your participation acknowledges your consent to be recorded. All lines have been placed on mute for this call. To unmute your line, to ask a question, press star six. Please be aware that the forced mute function does not work on all phones, so if I ask, please use your phone's own mute function to avoid interrupting the call. Do not place the call on hold. The agenda for today's call is as follows. Northwestern Division Readiness and Contingency Office, Mr. John Lehow. National Weather Service, Missouri Basin River Forecast Center, Mr. Kevin Lau. From the Missouri River Water Management Division, Mr. Mike Swenson. From the Kansas City District, um, not sure who we have. Kansas City District will be with us, and Matt Kraske from the Omaha District. These updates will be followed by a question and answer session. Calls for questions will not be part of the recording if none are asked. I'll now turn the call over to John Lehow. Remember to press star six to unmute your phone. Hi, Eileen. This is John. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, very good. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm John Lehow with the Northwestern Division Readiness and Contingency Operations Division. Both our Omaha and Kansas City districts have transitioned to recovery support along the Missouri River Basin. We continue with what we call phase one of our recovery efforts, that is closing or repairing the breaches where the most critical infrastructure and population centers are at risk and to allow the water to recede from those levied protected areas. The water throughout the Missouri, Kansas, and Osage River basins remain higher than the average for this time of the year. However, teams are gradually being able to access the damage levies to refine assessment of damages to the 100 or the 850 miles of impacted levees within the region. For the full repair efforts, or phase two of our recovery support, we're developing project information reports, or PIRs, to develop repair strategies and determine the economic feasibility of repairing eligible levees. Of the eight, 181 requests for rehabilitation assistance, we have approved so far 64 PIRs for the levied systems. These approved PIRs enable us to request funding for subsequent engineering and design efforts. Our current running estimate slightly exceeds $1 billion and will most likely change as more PIRs are expected. Our Omaha and Kansas City District representatives on this phone call will provide further details on the progress and recovery efforts. I'll be followed by the National Weather Service.
Thanks, John. Kevin Lau? Yes, can you hear me, Eileen? We got you. All righty. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is Kevin Lau. I'm, I'm with the National Weather Service, the Missouri Basin River Forecast Center, located outside of Kansas City. Uh, currently, we still have flooding along the James River and the Big Sioux River in South Dakota. In the state of Kansas, we still have flooding along the Big Blue, uh, immediately above Tuttle Creek Reservoir. In the state of Missouri, we currently have flooding along the Little Osage River. And then along the Missouri River itself, we have minor flooding from the reach extending from Nebraska City, Nebraska, to St. Joseph, Missouri. And then, again, in the reach from Napoleon, Missouri, through Miami, Missouri. Looking over the weather over the next seven days, we do expect a very active pattern over the southern basin during the next seven days. A front is currently setting up over southeast Nebraska, northeast Kansas, southern Iowa, and northern Missouri, which will bring several bouts of heavy rain tonight through the weekend. Widespread two to three inches uh, in average is likely through the weekend. Some locations may see an excess of five inches before uh, this event ends on Sunday. We then expect a respite for about 48 hours before a second system will build in uh, Wednesday, bringing rain on Wednesday and Thursday again across the southern portion of the basin. And then pending any questions at the end of the call, this concludes my uh, National Weather Service comments. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. I'll turn it to Mike Swenson with the Missouri River Water Management. Okay, thanks, Eileen. Uh, system storage is currently 67.2 million acre feet. Storage has decreased about 0.3 million acre feet since last week. 11.1 of the 16.3 million acre feet of total flood storage is occupied. Yesterday, we posted an updated short range or three week forecast to our website. The forecast shows Gavin's Point releases will be held at 70,000 CFS into September to manage reservoir levels and continue evacuating water from the reservoirs. Fort Randall Reservoir is at elevation 1362.4. The reservoir is up 0.6 feet since last week due to continued heavy rain in that area. The reservoir is more than seven feet above its normal summer operating level. Releases from Fort Randall are currently 62,000 CFS and are expected to range from 62 to 66,000 CFS over the next week. Wahi Reservoir is at elevation 1616.7, down 0.1 feet since last week. The reservoir is 9.2 feet above the base of the annual flood control zone. Releases from Milwaukee are currently about 56,500 CFS and are expected to remain near that rate over the next week. Garrison Reservoir is at elevation 1850.3, down 0.8 feet since last week. The reservoir is 0.3 feet above the base of the exclusive flood control zone. Releases are forecast to remain at 46,000 CFS through August. Fort Peck Reservoir is at elevation 2245.4, down 0.4 feet since last week. The reservoir is 11.4 feet above the base of the annual flood control zone. Releases from Fort Peck are expected to remain at 15,000 CFS through August. We will continue to monitor conditions in the basin and make any necessary release adjustments this summer and into the fall. Thank you. That concludes my update. 
Thanks, Mike. We'll hand it to the Kansas City District for uh, with Eric Shumate. Again, star six to unmute. Okay, th thank you, Eileen. Um, good afternoon, and today I'll provide the update for our current reservoir conditions within the Kansas City District and our water management decisions as we move forward. Uh, starting in the Kansas River Basin, as a whole, the four reservoirs in the lower Kansas River Basin are at 50% of their flood control storage occupied. Uh, the fall, I'd say uh, each of them, but they uh, basically Clinton, Perry, Tuttle Creek and Milford are all between 47% and 52% of their flood pool occupied for a uh, total average of 50%. Uh, what we're doing at each reservoir today, Milford is releasing 4,000 cubic feet per second. Uh, we forecast to maintain that release through the weekend. Uh, Tuttle Creek today is releasing 12,000 cubic feet per second, and uh, we'll begin reducing releases from Tuttle um, likely on Saturday. Um, as uh, we get to our uh, top of our phase one pool there. Uh, Perry is releasing 200 cubic feet per second and Clinton is releasing 3,000 cubic feet per second uh, for a total of a uh, little under 20,000 cubic feet per second uh, coming from the reservoirs in the Kansas Basin uh, into the Missouri River. Uh, we anticipate maintaining these operations in the short term as we determine uh, the long-term path forward and approach to emptying the uh, approximately 2 million acre-feet of stored water uh, that we have in the Kansas River Basin today. Uh, switching over to the Osage, uh, we continue to see broad improvement of the conditions across the Osage River Basin. As a whole, the six reservoirs have approximately 17% of their flood control storage occupied, uh, which is a, even a considerable, considerable improvement from last week. Um, the uh, linchpin of that uh, system, uh, Truman Reservoir, has uh, reduced releases. Uh, last week we were at 48,000, today we're at 32,000 cubic feet per second, and uh, we'll further reduce to 30,000 tomorrow. Um, we have about 5,000 uh, cubic feet per second coming out of the spillway with the uh, remainder uh, going through the powerhouse. We anticipate uh, maintaining that release as Truman continues to decline towards its multipurpose pool. Other reservoirs in the Osage River Basin are making uh, fairly normal releases ranging from 1,000 to 4,000 cubic feet per second as they also continue to decline towards their seasonal pool targets. Um, otherwise, we are uh, monitoring the conditions across the basin, uh, trying to be active and proactive in uh, our management as uh, uh, precipitation events come to us uh, just as they occur. But that concludes my announcement. Thanks, Eric. And uh, Judd? Thanks, Eileen. Uh, good afternoon. I'm Judd Kenevan, Emergency Management Chief for the Kansas City District. Uh, our Emergency Operations Center uh, remains activated at level two, partial activation. Uh, if you need assistance, please call our 24-hour emergency line at 816-426-6320. Again, that number is 816-426-6320. If you leave your name, number, and a short message, we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Uh, we continue to evaluate our ESC posture and still believe that we will move to an emergency watch condition within the next several weeks or within the next month. Uh, last week I gave out some bad information on the numbers. Hopefully I'm a little bit closer today. Uh, today, Kansas City District has received a total of 105 requests for levy rehabilitation assistance. 
I think last week I, I said 107, but it's 105 um, uh, by the official spreadsheet. Uh, we expect to receive a few more uh, before we are done with that. Uh, for the period March 2019 to present, 66 levy systems in the public law 8499 rehabilitation inspection program were overtopped. Uh, 45 of those levy systems were subsequently breached. Uh, to date, we have submitted 34 project information reports for approval by higher headquarters. Uh, five amended reports have also been submitted for approval, and 18 project information reports have been approved as of this call. Uh, we continue to perform damage assessments as conditions allow. We are on track to have damage assessments and project information report development completed by the end of September. Uh, we intend to cease support uh, for pumping operations at the end of August, and we will begin notifying those sponsors that we have been providing that support for beginning next week. Uh, we continue to provide technical and direct assistance on an as-needed basis. Our contractors have begun moving and placing rock at the Mill Creek and Big Tarkio Emergency Measures Project. Again, the purpose uh, for that project is to close breaches on both the Mill Creek levee and the Big Tarkio levee uh, to prevent water flowing unabated across the floodplain. Uh, the work will also help Mill Creek and the Big Tarkio River to reestablish their pre-flood flow patterns by reestablishing the stream banks. Uh, rock delivery and placement are expected to take approximately 10 weeks to complete. Uh, conditions on the ground remain tenuous at best as any rainfall in that area and any rise in Missouri River stages affects our ability to execute the work. Uh, with the number of levee systems that were damaged, it's going to take us a considerable amount of time uh, to get levees repaired. Areas behind the damaged levees will remain vulnerable to flooding for the foreseeable future. Uh, please continue to pay attention to watches and warnings issued by the National Weather Service as conditions on the river can change quickly uh, should that heavy rainfall return to our region. Uh, thank you, and this concludes the district's remarks. Thanks, Judd. I'll turn it to Matt Kraske. Thanks, Eileen. Uh, good afternoon. This is Matt Kraske, Chief of the Readiness Branch with the Army Corps of Engineers Omaha District. Um, to date, we've completed 10 initial breach closures within the Omaha District's area of operations with 39 still remaining. Last week, we awarded a $10.3 million contract to repair levy systems R616, 613, and R613 south of the Offutt Air Force Base. Uh, activity is anticipated to begin on these levies around August 19th with contractor mobilization. We also noted the award of a contract for $183,000 to repair the Pierce North Branch Elkhorn River right bank levy system in Pierce, Nebraska. We anticipate that we will have five to ten more of the tributary projects ready for award within the next two months to continue these repair efforts on the tributaries. For Levy L611614 near Council Bluffs, Iowa, we're about 95% complete with the contract scope of work for the initial breach closure and we anticipate contract completion around August 23rd. Demobilization from the initial breach repair is planned for September. For Levy Unit L601 near Bartlett, Iowa, we're about 90% complete with the final sand berm grading, riprap placement, and haul road deconstruction with all that is remaining. The sand berm and levee are being graded and shaped uh, right now. For Levy L575, Near Hamburg, Iowa, we are working with project sponsors on finalizing cooperation agreements and rights away so construction can commence on beginning the final repairs on that levy system. For levy L550 between Watson and Rockport, Missouri, 
We anticipate breach closure of the northern breach to occur later this week. Work will then move to the south breach where the contractor has built a temporary haul road and has been stockpiling material to close off that area. Last, for the Hamburg Ditch 6 levy, we are working on engineering and design documents for the full rehabilitation of this levy. We anticipate contract award and construction to begin this fall. Engineering and design is currently ongoing on several other levees on the Missouri River and tributaries. As these designs are completed, we continue to move forward with contract awards and construction. For regular updates on the repair efforts to the flood control structures in the Missouri River Basin, visit the Omaha District System Restoration webpage at https colon forward slash forward slash www.nwo.usace.army.mil. Click on the red Levy Status Updates icon on the left side of the page. There you can track status updates, view photos and videos, and also see which levies are not active in the PL8499 program. We remain vigilant in light of all the sporadic storms, and we can't reiterate enough that life safety continues to be the primary focus of our efforts to repair the levy systems. We continue to work with federal, state, and local emergency management agencies to keep the public informed. This concludes my comments. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. We'll now receive questions from congressional delegation members, tribes, state and local government officials, levy sponsors, and then we'll move to the press. Questions will be taken in alphabetical order by state. Be sure to state your name and the organization you represent before asking your question, and press star six to unmute your phone. Start with the state of Iowa. Kansas. Missouri, Montana, again, star six to unmute your phone, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming. We'll move to the media. Again, star six to unmute your phone to ask any questions and state your name and the organization you represent. State of Iowa. Kansas. Missouri. Hello, this is uh, Dennis Sharkey with the Mount City News. Yes, go ahead. I have a question for Judd. Or two questions. Um, I guess my first question is um, the other breach on Mill Creek. Are you guys going to have to uh, wait until construction is complete on the other three holes before you can figure out if that fourth hole can be filled up too? Uh, I, I don't think we're going to wait. That it's going to require us to work a little bit with Omaha because it ties into uh, their federal levy project there uh, towards the river. Uh, the intent was to try to leave that open to allow some drainage, but there's some issues associated uh, with that too, the way the topography lays up there. But uh, I don't, I don't think it's anyone's intent to leave it open uh, for very long. Um, but uh, the big thing for us was getting the other three closed off so that we can prevent that flow coming down there 
through Corning and Craig and then emptying out down there at uh, Fortescue. Okay, and my other question was, um, we had heard that um, on the highway just north of Craig there, there's or not Craig, uh, Corning, there's a, a bridge that you guys are going to need to get over in order to fill that hole, and we heard that maybe there was a little bit of a hassle going on with the Missouri Department of Transportation. I don't know uh, if you could speak to that or if that's been kind of yeah. worked out. or. It's not, a, it's not a hassle. It's just something that typical hap- typically happens with uh, construction. It doesn't go as planned. So um, MoDOT has had that bridge slated for uh, replacement uh, for a couple of years, and those contracts are in place, and they did do the uh, pre-construction meeting for that. So right now, and I'll, I have to still confirm it locally, it was uh, slated to be closed uh, either the 23rd or 26th of August and replaced. But uh, locally, uh, we have had folks working with MoDOT to see if we can keep that open. The challenge up there is, is from the south, the highway is flooded, and it's very susceptible uh, to flooding because of uh, um, uh, runoff from the bluffs. It's very flat, and, and with the river uh, being the stage it is at 19 feet, 19 and a half feet up there, uh, it doesn't drain very quickly. So. Uh, we are working those issues right now, though. They're moving rock, and, and we're going to use that bridge until MoDOT says we can't use it. So, do, I mean, do you anticipate any problems down the road with that? or uh, There could be. I'm just Right now, I'm being optimistic. We're working those issues ahead of time, but right now we're not having any issues. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dennis. Any other questions from the state of Missouri? Again, star six to unmute your phone. Okay, Montana. Nebraska. North Dakota. South Dakota. Yeah, Eileen, it's Jerry Oster, WNAX. How are you? Hey, Jerry. A couple of questions, I guess. First, one on levees, as you know, I listened to the the repairs and the the breaches being fixed and all that. I guess I'm curious: are the levees being built back to the same specs they were? Or are they being built higher than last year? You know, what's the, you know what's the process in that? Matt, you want to take that one? Yeah, I got it. This is Matt Kraske, the readiness branch chief in the Omaha district. So, uh, according to Public Law 8499. Um, we can build the levees back to their authorized uh, elevation, which is the pre the, the pre flood elevation. And I guess then the question begs: What happens to you know that we're not back here asking the same question a year from now? Yeah. So there's a there's um, a lot of rhetoric in the basin with the uh, several of the states talking about a longer term study to address just that concern. Yeah. Is it? Study underway? Is the study being talked about? You know, maybe that's in their the state ballywick, but is that you know obviously a long term issue? Yeah, it's more of a longer term study. I I believe they're talking about what the scope would look like now. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Jerry. Any other questions from the state of South Dakota? Wyoming. Any national press or final questions before we adjourn? Hi, this is Anna Norman from Congressional Research Service. Yes. 
Hi. Uh, so we have a couple of questions. Um, you had estimates of a little over a billion dollars for um, levies. Are those just a non-federal levies, or do they include uh, core infrastructure, too? John Lehar, you want to take that one? Uh, Roger, I'll take that. Um, the estimate that I provided was purely for uh, levies and not for the infrastructure like dams or anything like that. Uh, that would be considered uh, operation and maintenance type funding. I'm tracking the recovery of our, our levy systems. Over. And that's non-federal and federal? That is uh, primarily federal. There is some uh, non-federal. I, I, let me uh, take that back. That is both federal and non-federal. Yes. Great. Thanks. That's helpful. Um, Thank you. One more question we have is, how much money has uh, the Corps spent to date on fi flood fighting in the basin? And is there an estimate for a total at the end of the season? Mm. Good question. Uh, I, it John, is. this is Tom Brady. I'm on the line. Hey, Tom. Yes. Pull that up if you'd like. I'll stay with yes, you. Our, our estimate on the flood fighting cost, ma'am, uh, is sitting at um, – hold on. Sorry about this. got to pull up some numbers. at about um, $66 million on the flood fight. Thus far? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Tom, does that number include uh, levy repairs already made? That, no, that doesn't include repairs. What that includes is when we talk about flood fighting, we're talking about supplementing local and state efforts to, to uh uh, fight the floods while the floods are ongoing, or in this case, uh, uh, assisting with emergency measures uh, for ineligible levies where we need to uh, make closures uh, around areas where there's critical infrastructure and uh, large population centers, such as what we're doing at Mill Creek and Big Tarkio. All right, just wanted to make sure we had that clarification. Thank you. Hannah, did you have any other questions? I think the, it was just seeing if there was an estimate towards the end, to the end of the season, but if not, that's it. Tom, is the estimate toward this moving forward? I, I think from the uh, from the flood fighting standpoint, I think that's we're about capped out. I don't expect us to, and I'll defer to the districts because they're they're the ones that are uh, in the nice fight, if you will. They'll be able to tell you if they, they're going to require significant additional funds, but I'm not projecting anything. Over. And if we have any other information, we'll provide that to you, okay? Thank you so much. All right, thanks. Uh, any other questions before we adjourn? Okay, the next call will be held next Thursday, August 22nd at 3 p.m. We appreciate your participation today.